The following episode was recorded live at the NCEA National Convention in Dallas, Texas. Enjoy. I am here with Denise Ball, and we are going to talk a little bit about climate and culture in schools. So Denise, give, me, give us a little bit of background of where you're from and who you serve. Well, hi. I'm so excited to uh, be here with you Welcome today. Welcome to the lounge. Thank yeah. you. This is my 26 years serving in Catholic education. I served 17 years Archdiocese of Detroit uh, as oh, wow. a teacher, principal, then the Archdiocese of Baltimore as associate superintendent. And now I'm thrilled to be serving as assistant superintendent of teaching and learning for the Archdiocese of Washington. Excellent. So your focus you said this. Your fo- one of your focuses this year can't be the whole focus, right? But one of your focuses this year is school climate. climate. So tell me first of all, tell me why, and then let's dig into what that means and how you're addressing it. So as you know, across the nation, teacher retention and recruitment is a national phenomenon, and so how we're trying to take a look in combating teacher recruitment and retention is through uh, helping our school leaders. Uh, strengthen and build positive school climates. We know the data and the research shows that that is the number one factor. That is bringing teachers to their schools and having teachers choose to stay to serve in the classroom. We have Jesus Christ, that's our cornerstone. So now post pandemic, how do we look at the total picture? How do we ensure that not only our bulletin boards look happy, but how do our words and actions mm-hmm. Uh, exemplify and manifest his joy. What prompted you to do that? Did you lose some teachers right after the pandemic or why did this become a priority? Well, just like what our nation is experiencing right now, we're seeing teachers leave the classroom mid-year, which we've never seen before. Okay. And we're seeing a large number or a larger number of teachers who still have fatigue. They're tired. And I think that some of this has to do with the chaos of the world around us Mm -hmm. uh, bleeding into the classroom. And so we're really trying to really focus on how can we bring strategies to our school leaders and our teachers that will help them uh, feel less burdened by what the world is walking through. Have you figured that out yet? No. Okay. But, we're, but you know, but we're, we're having the dialogue. Okay. And as part of our um, elementary school principal association, our high school school principal association, and just really having table talks mm-hmm. and soliciting feedback, uh, continuous feedback and surveys from our principals and our teachers, our custodians, our secretaries, Absolutely. our instructional aides, because we all serve and teach in word and action, right, in some capacity. So we are um, looking to reinvigorate. Are you seeing anything different at the elementary level versus the high school level, or are you seeing pretty much across the board the same thing? I think right now we're seeing a higher loss of teachers from the classroom at the elementary level. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So when we're building, when we're building healthy cultures and we're addressing climate issues, oh, I mean, that's tough because the job itself, the job itself, it's a hard job. And so, and we do expect people to, we're mission oriented. So we're called to do this. We're not called to do easy things. We are called to do the hard things. But we do also have to come at our people through a ministerial lens and 
support them and serve them in what they need as well in order to, to help them stay. So, yeah, I don't know. What's... So we're really focusing on bringing um, vendor partners. Okay. Before our, for one example, one of our strategies is, is we're partnering with Loyola Press. And Excellent. Look- I love Loyola Press. <laughs> yeah. Of course you do. And we're looking at, uh, they're our partner with our Leadership Academy. They were our partner providing uh, resource materials to our principals and school teams during our last collaboration day. And so putting positive words in front of our teachers, but also um, providing opportunities. We, we offer uh, our principals go on retreat uh, once a year minimum um, and just providing opportunities for our teachers to come together yeah. and have dialogue. But we do see and hear the need to provide more because the students that are placed before our teachers are coming to us with a lot of needs. With a higher level of need, yes. And we have mm-hmm. to be the calm in the life That's of the right. child. That's right. How do we serve these mm-hmm. children and how do we do it as our best yeah. selves? So oh, that that is, um, okay, so bringing teachers together, creating community, but I also think that just that the psychological safety of a community mm-hmm. knowing that there is a support system, that they are seen, that they are heard, mm-hmm. that you know that there's a struggle and it's very real (laughs) and that you're there to provide a lot of times just being able to provide resources Mm -hmm. and support and letting them know that they're cared for and loved it does make a difference it does and we're really trying a multi-pronged approach we're we're having discussion now of how do we also serve our school parents how can we be the calm Mm -hmm. in their life Mm -hmm. um we know i know some of our principals are offering parent workshop uh, and how to give resilience training to parents. Oh, that is fantastic. Uh, COVID. So this is like a really a big picture yeah. approach. There's not a one broad brush. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a potential for us to really grow our evangelization too. Yeah, it does. Through this opportunity. Well, the partnership with families, when we strengthen the partnerships between the schools and the families, that really does it helps everything with supporting the children. So agreed. That's this our is mission. Great. That is excellent. So you're doing good work. Thank you so much for everything you do in Catholic um, education. Thank you. And thank you for sharing the good. Of course. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day from the Catholic Teachers Lounge. Uh, We are so excited that we have an idea here um, from a listener who wants to share a great, um, it's hard at Mother's Day, you're never sure, like the same art project over and over again. It's hard. And as a mom, you're like, oh, I think I've received this three years. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, we have a brilliant idea here today. So make sure, can you introduce yourself and then tell us about Mother's Day? Hi, I'm Christina Ariano from the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. I'm the director of micro schools there. I was just thinking about the time when I was an eighth grade teacher and Mother's Day was so important. So I love the idea because every time we had a potluck, kids would bring their favorite um, recipes or they would bring their favorite dishes that their moms cooked. And the moms were always in the parking lot trying to exchange recipes. So we thought we'd do a recipe book of the eighth grade graduating class. And so every student brought their mom, their favorite recipe that their mom made. We published it as a book. And then we took one of those aprons from Michael's because you still want those handprints and those fun things to go with that recipe book. So it was an eighth grade, my mom's 
best recipe cookbook for Mother's Day. And the kids loved it. I still see moms. I think my last graduating class was 22 years ago, and they still talk about the recipe book. I like how unique that is. It is very unique. And I have not, I mean, I've been in education 25 years. I actually have not done that project or received that from either one of my children. So that's pretty good. I know, that's pretty good. And you, you said, this is so typical in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I feel like everyone already knows this idea. I don't think I should share this. Right. Then you sat down and shared something neither of us knew about. So I love that. Yes. And what was fun is it was something to do with learning because, you know, your principal's there saying, well, how much time is this going to take and how much time are you going to spend doing? this but allowing students to interview their moms and moms having to turn recipes that they didn't have measurements for oh. and didn't have a written recipe for was so oh. much fun because they tried it out together with their kids and then they put a recipe together, together and then everybody tried it by the end of the year because may is nearly the end of the year we had moms talking to other moms and said i tried your enchilada recipe and it was I just like such a great bond i love that i don't cook that so i've been like <gasps> Oh gosh, what do I? Have? <laughs> so it'll be like popcorn and hot dogs. <laughs> There's always one recipe. Yeah. We had 15 uh, mac and cheese recipes, so we <laughs> there were different ones, but it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, that and the is moms a appreciated idea. it. Thank you very much for sharing. Thank that. you. Well, happy Mother's Day. I think a lot of people are going to use that. Happy yes. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. Thank you.